my therapist made a really good point one time about like because I was like casually talking to this guy and then casually talking to this guy and she was kind of like well like where have any of those gotten you like all of that is energy that you could have been putting into yourself Hey there, gals. Hey there, gals. And welcome back to the episode of The Gals Guide. We are a dating and lifestyle podcast. I'm Hannah. And I'm Emily. And get ready for another episode. This is a good one. This is a great one. And I feel like it's only appropriate since we do have a Bachelor former contestant on the show today that I gotta recap the bachelor finale which tbd like it might have been the, the most craziest. dramatic <laughs> of finale that we've ever had <laughs> so i really don't even know like i don't even know who won i know nothing but i have heard that like it was just drama so i feel like the producers have been like sitting off camera being like is this what you wanted like we finally gave you drama and so I I think I'm being honest I think Gabby should have only been like the bachelorette like from the beginning because she had a happy ending she and Eric are engaged and they had like they just work so well together I think I think that they are similar humors personalities and it it was great. Like even when after they got engaged, like the, a bird kept like squawking like in the background, and they were like imitating it and just being so goofy and fun. Like it was just really cute. But the drama really was with Rachel, um, and she obviously decided to go with Tino, and he proposed. And then after you know that rose, and we catch up with them like months later when they're in like the safe house like with all like where all the couples go when um the show is being aired uh and turns out tino cheated he kissed another girl and Mm, this wasn't like some random girl this was like a girl he met on a dating app like prior to going on the show and like reconnected with her and i just (laughs) just watched the scene honestly like on youtube or something because it's just so weird i'm like how is this not scripted television at the end of the day how how is any of this real because i've never seen a man just more aloof like we all thought ari was aloof when he like wouldn't leave becca after he was breaking up with her and he just hung out around the house uh (laughs) you weren't on for that season you weren't watching that season no this was another no but i remember another bachelor who broke it off with the girl he chose and like she kept asking him to leave and he just like hung out around the house like waiting it was just really weird tino like I don't think he, like, was hearing the words that he was actually saying, and he, like, brought, like, a little black notebook of, like, receipts and was taking all these things Rachel said, like, completely out of context, and, I mean, Rachel also was not innocent in this either, like, they both were trying to win this breakup, and I'm like, nothing's gonna get solved when it's being treated that way, um... So it was just a shit show. And then during after the final rose, when they're having this conversation, clearly something else happened because they kept saying, you know, there were other personal things that happened that we both have agreed that we don't want to talk about 
on camera, but there was things they definitely cut out that have also led to like this breakup. And then at the end of that, a man Avon walks back out and this is the guy that she said no to like um, earlier. Um, he walks back out and is like, I just, you know, I, I don't think you deserve to go through all of this. And I just want to know if you just want to get out of here and catch up. And so she leaves like with Avon. Um, yeah. Oh, And then we okay. got introduced to the new bachelor who is Zach. And Zach is like a sack of potatoes. Um I was going to say, doesn't seem like anyone is uh, extremely excited they, about no, Zach no, being because The Bachelor. He, it's a carbon copy of every single white man that they've had as The Bachelor. They, they're all just so boring. And I'm like, this is not interesting. Like, I, I don't know anything about him. I don't care anything, to know anything about him. He just is vanilla. It would almost be better if they would just choose people from like Bachelor Nation's friends. Well, they did that with Matt James. That are they did interesting. It with Matt James, and it wasn't that great right. a season. Right? No, 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 no. But like, who's the guy that everybody? Mike yes. Johnson. Like, why can't I mean, he they, be the I Bachelor? Either they haven't asked him, or they have asked, and he has said no, and hasn't said to Bachelor Nation that he said no. Everybody would love Mike Johnson, Tyler C. Well, like. Just, yeah, just, like, watching them and their personalities mm-hmm. and they're fun and they're exciting mm-hmm. and they're interesting. Like, that, I would rather than pick someone who, like, is from a previous, mm-hmm. sh- like, season mm-hmm. that we know that has, like, made made mm-hmm. a name for themselves within mm-hmm. Bachelor Nation. Like, I think that would be way more exciting than just, like, some random person from the previous season and that we don't know anything before. about. And maybe, and maybe they do that just because, like, they want it to be like new and fresh and they don't want you to have like a like a already established judgment of the They've person. They've done it before with so like Nick Vile when he was bachelor, he had been on the bachelorette twice. He was a contestant on the bachelorette twice. He was on um for Andy's season and for Caitlin's season and then he was on Bachelor in Paradise and then after he was on Bachelor so after his third time on the show, that's when he finally got bachelor. Ari was a contestant from a ton of seasons back, and then they brought him on to be The Bachelor. So they've done that before, but, um, I mean, I just don't think they're great at picking men in general. Um, so. Yeah. And it I think the guys like who it. everybody <laughs> wants, because they're stable, they have, like, a right sense of mind, are like, no, I don't trust in this process. I don't want to be The Bachelor. That's the whole thing. I think a lot of them just, like... Or, yeah, or they've, like, had friends that have been The Bachelor, and they're like, bro, don't even do yeah. it. Like, it's not worth yeah. it, or, you know, whatever. Yeah. So, so I think that's what it all comes down to, but... Uh, do yeah. you think you're going to watch? Mm, probably not. I don't know. Who knows? Probably, I, I gotcha. have no idea. It all depends. Bachelor in Paradise is going to come up, and I don't really watch Paradise that much, so... I kind of want to, like, after our discussion in this episode. Like, I kind of... yeah. Kind of feel a little bit like and in- like it's piqued my interest I feel like, a little like bit. People who like Love Island like Paradise because it is basically the same show. It's the same premise, Bachelor concept. Yeah, yeah. they kind of stole that from Love Island. But uh, Oops. Love Island's interesting <laughs> though because I think with Love Island, even though I don't like the show, I don't really watch it because I'm not really invested in any of those people, and I don't really want to get invested in another reality show that's another dating show. But uh, Love Island's filmed every single day, and they air they oh. air every single day, so it's real time. Oh, yeah! Wow. Um, okay. 
So there's a lot of episodes. Yeah, but then. That, that's the thing. You see the progress of every relationship. So that's why a lot of people like Love Island. Uh, yeah, it probably seems a little bit more realistic. But I think than yeah. like the random date that you go on once every three yeah. weeks. And I think with Paradise, I think some of the most successful couples that have came out of Bachelor um, franchise have been probably from Paradise. I think so. Who knows? Maybe we'll watch yeah. it this season and. Um, yeah, out. maybe we'll like flip. <laughs> flip our content maybe who knows <laughs> we'll uh, appeal to the bachelor in paradise fans because yeah. apparently they're different oh so. they are yeah for sure <laughs> um what's your captivation though so i was gonna do one thing but i just had another thought um scratch off lottery tickets i have been winning you every single time <laughs> if i could have predicted what your captivation would have been I would that have. Not I it. would have never guessed that. Like I would. It would have taken me centuries before I got to scratch yeah, off lottery so, tickets. So I'm kind of like. So we're promoting gambling. Bit, I'm a little bit a gambler now. Um. So oh, watch out Vegas legally. 2023. Oh, watch out Vegas. No, I'm just. I'm joking, not but responsible if you lose all your money <laughs> in Vegas. <laughs> no, I'm gonna have a. I'm gonna have a maximum. Like. Also, Blaine wants to come. I don't know if he's invited, but he like he's like, wait, can I come to Vegas? <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. I mean, I guess so. Um, but no, so uh, scratch off tickets. We, I, so we've kind of been doing it together as like a couple, which has been really interesting. Um, so we put $20 I'm in. Sorry. <laughs> and, what? I just didn't think. It was like a bonding moment as a couple. It kind of like we're like, okay, we're going to put $20 in. Well, we won $20 back. So instead of cashing that in, we've just been like using the credits to get more tickets. Um, and we've won every time. So we won like $20 and then we won like $10. And this past time we won six. So I went back and I got three more. I've got them here. Um, <laughs> so we're going to do them later tonight and see if we win anything. But once we lose, we're going to stop. Uh, but yes, yeah, this is so happen. like I, yeah. I've played blackjack yeah. in Vegas before and mm-hmm. gotten really high and then you want to stop yeah. and that's when you create an addiction. Mm-hmm. So please yep. be careful. Please be gamble responsibly. Oh, I'm not putting any, I'm not putting any more money in. Like I've got, I've got I'm my saying tickets. it to the gals. Like, oh, please, oh, yes, yes. Like, yes. please yeah. be responsible. But um, yeah. So, so I forgot, I kind of forgot that I was like playing the, the scratch off lottery ticket game and I just really enjoy scratching that's what off. it is that's all it is like it, it's that just a little bit of you. like it's a little bit of adrenaline to like be like oh are we gonna get the number and then it'll be like one number off and i'm just like oh, of course that's all it so. is for you just go play bingo at that point honestly if there was a if there was a millennial <laughs> bingo club i'd probably be the leader there's like, not <laughs> There's right not, now. and there's never gonna be. No. But it's fine. No. Um, yeah. So, what is your captivation? Um, so mine is a candle. <laughs> I'm so glad that we have something that the gals are gonna want to buy. Because <laughs> it's not gonna be the scratch off. Because half our audience can't gamble. Um, they are under the age of 18. <laughs> so. Well, get older. So, bitch, <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I'm just so, kidding. I bought this is one of my favorite candles, and uh, it is from Nest. It's the pumpkin chai candle. It is mm. a bougie ass candle, and it smells divine. Like I know we just made two candles in Charleston. Get off my back. Um, I don't no, need to it's hear okay. it. I am not judging you at all. Yeah, I this put is a true. Nest candle and a Nest diffuser from Crate and Barrel on my registry. Uh, like. 
a month ago. So I am like really hoping somebody comes in clutch at the well, last minute. Should, if not, I'm buying them myself. You should get the pumpkin chai uh, candle. It's only mm-hmm. out during autumn. Like it's limited edition. They only put it out. Maybe this time I of should year. just go ahead and get it for myself. It's also on Amazon. Did you get it? I was gonna say I was gonna ask you where you got it. Yeah, so Amazon. Yeah. Um, they also sell it at Sephora um, and like Nordstrom and everything like that. But um. Well, I'm going to Sephora tomorrow, so let's go. They have Pumpkin a mini chai. version too, if you want to do like a, it's like the size of a shot yeah. glass. Oh, they'll probably be sold out. Don't worry. <laughs> You'll find a way. With my luck, the way that my week is going, they're sold out. It's Mercury <laughs> retrograde, babes. It'll be fine. It'll be okay. When does that end? Because I'm going to need 2nd. it to go. October 2nd. Okay. Okay. But that's the day before I'm going to the fair. So that'll be perfect. Okay. We'll end on a bad day and start a new good day. So. Okay. Alrighty. Well, gals, we uh, we have a really exciting episode today. We have Chelsea Vaughn, who was a former contestant on The Bachelor. She was on Matt James' season, and she is so amazing, stunning, uh, and just like a really like nice and genuine person. We loved chatting with her. We're talking about, you know, her time on The Bachelor, but we're also talking about, you know, being that one single friend in your friend group and like how you can overcome that and how you get uh, not like a, feel, a feeling of loneliness. It's still like an empowering thing to have your independence and how to have that in a friend group and, you know, avoid having your friends set you up and everything. So we are going to be diving into all of those different topics. But before we get into that, if you want to hear any of our other interviews with guests, we have like now over 150 episodes. This is our 150th episode. So... <gasps> Oh my gosh, that's so exciting. Yeah. So we, I didn't even know we were at 150. Yes, we are at 150. <laughs> but we wow. have so many other episodes with different guests, and we range in dating topics to self-love, self-care, healing, spirituality, all these different topics that you can browse our catalog on Apple, Spotify, wherever you stream podcasts. And while you're there, make sure you hit the subscribe button and follow us and give us a rating and review. It really does help us out. And if you want to see more behind-the-scenes content, with Chelsea. We also will have some stuff posted on our Instagram at the Gals Guide Pod. And we also have our own personal Instagrams, which we're happy to follow at Emily Elise and hers is at Hannah Nicole Adams. But yeah, I think that's all set. But we're going to do a couple ad reads really quickly and then we're going to get into today's episode with Chelsea. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Alrighty, gals. So zooming into the home studio today, we have the stunning, let me just say like how gorgeous she is like in IRL, but we have the stunning model and reality star guest from The Bachelor, Chelsea Vaughn, joining us today. Hi, Chelsea. How are you? Hi, I'm so good. Thank you for having me, guys. Of course. I'm so excited. <laughs> You're in New York, correct? Yeah, I live in Brooklyn. Yeah, how is oh, nice. how is the weather there? Because in LA, we've had like a heat wave, and if you guys are experiencing fall already, I'm going to be so jealous. <laughs> <laughs> I have heard from all of my West Coast people how hot it was over the past a couple of weeks there, which is crazy because here it's been like beautiful. Like it really has been like SoCal weather, which is crazy. <laughs> We're, we've swapped places somehow, but yeah, today was today is the first official day of fall. Yes, and um, 
it it feels like it. It was like 65 today. Oh, I know. See, we, we're, we're trying to have a fall, like an autumn girls, like just vibe trip <laughs> sometime soon. Like we desperately need it. For yeah, sure. it's coming. I think you guys broke through the hottest part, right? It's over. In the 90s are coming back and um, oh, no. it's like PTSD. Like I'm nervous. <laughs> like it's going to be bad again. Um, but we are so excited to have you on today. And I was telling you before we got on, we always ask our guests before we jump into the episode, something that they're currently captivated by, whether that's like a product, a show, or like a meditative walk, whatever it may be. And we would love to know, what are you like currently captivated by? I would say routine. I think, and maybe it's because it's like Virgo season right now. I'm a Virgo. <laughs> we love it. Um, <laughs> I'm a Virgo Mars. In, in order. Yeah. I, I feel like I've gotten, especially like coming from corporate life and then like going to be a model and then like now a content creator and influencer. Like I have had a very structured role in workplaces usually. Mm. So now that like I'm kind of my own boss and like it's very not structured unless I make it that way. The routine is like the only thing that keeps me alive. So now I'm like, it's taken me a minute to get here, but now I'm like, okay, I'll do Pilates on Monday, kickboxing on Wednesday and lift weights on Friday. And then in between, like, I just, okay. <laughs> I just like yeah. gotta keep everything in the routine. And then it makes my life flow so much better. Um, I'm going to need you to definitely like send us that workout routine because <laughs> I'm going to need it ASAP. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I start the day with the workout on Monday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And then like, I've tried to make this into my little home office. So like opening PR packages and doing emails on the other days and like running errands. Um, so yeah, I'm very obsessed with routine right now. We love that. That's oh, awesome. Routines, yes. It's like back to school time too. So I feel like everybody's just getting back into that groove because summer, like I'm just I feel like I'm all over the place. I don't know if it's the heat or what. I'm just yeah. like scrambling and like, I think we're just always so used to, or nice, nothing's wrong with a bad routine. I totally feel yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Well, we are so happy to have you. And I, I think I'm, we're going to get the, the, the thing that everybody wants to know everything about out of the way first, because there's so much more <laughs> to you and there's so much more that we definitely want to talk about, but we're going to talk about it, which is. Obviously, you were on Matt James's season of The Bachelor. Fun no. fact. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that wasn't me. <laughs> In case you weren't aware. <laughs> um, fun fact, I actually almost auditioned for that season really? as well because the university that Matt went to is in, our, in hometown. our hometown. Oh, you're from North Carolina? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's so, funny. Is it, was it Winston-Salem yep. or Charlotte? Yeah. Yep. Oh, that's Winston. Yeah. yeah, my dad's whole side of the family is from Winston-Salem. Oh, wow. Oh, cool. Yeah, I didn't know my that. grandma still lives there. That's, yeah. Well, oh, that's I, awesome. I'm still here. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh. That's, that's awesome, though. I didn't know you guys yeah. you had that connection. That's so cool. Well, mm-hmm. just to kind of get the cat out of the bag. Yeah. Um, what we, I just really want to know, like, what was your experience like being on the show, being on a reality show in general? Because I think especially with social media nowadays, so many people have like this perception that it's this like easy or like really like glamorous, glamorous. Yeah. kind of vibe to it. And I have friends out here who have also been on reality shows and like, I've heard all their stories and I'm curious to know like what your experience was like and what it's been like since then. Yeah. I've 
I actually have a lot of friends now too that I feel like I've been in the reality show world, mm-hmm. not just Bachelor, but like other reality shows. So it is interesting always to hear everyone's different takes because I think Bachelor is like its own different animal. Absolutely. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, they've been doing this for a very long time. They're a very well machine. Like they know what they're doing. It's a system. Um, and like, I never planned on going on the show. Like this wasn't my goal ever. Like I used to be a fan and watch it, but it wasn't until like they announced Matt that I was like, oh, okay, I want to go on because I'm actually interested in this person. So that was really the only reason that I applied for it. Um, and then my experience, I mean, I'm trying to think of a way to say this. And like, uh, I just feel like I've answered this so many times and I want to give you like something original. <laughs> oh no, if, if um, you have a, if you have like a, like a set copy, answer, a copy, pa- copy, a copy paste. and paste answer, that's totally fine with us. <laughs> I just, I mean, I did have a really good experience filming The Bachelor. Um, I met all these amazing women and it's very much like I wasn't in, like, I was never in a sorority, like not really my thing, but like, it kind of felt like sorority vibes just because it's like, when are you ever as an adult around a bunch of women together, like in that kind of setting? Yeah. Um, it was just like a never ending sleepover. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and we didn't have like our phones or access to anything in the outside world. So like all we had was to talk to each other. So we just got really close really fast. So that was like really special. And I'm such a girl's girl that I love that part of it. Um, And then the experience itself, I mean, you can't really prepare for it. Like as much as you can watch the show and research or whatever, like you don't ever really know what goes on in there, which is intentional. Like that's why we have contracts and NDAs because they don't want people to know the ins and outs. Um, Absolutely. So it was just like, you really don't know until you get in there, that kind of stuff. And it's draining. It's a lot, you know, it's, it's, you're isolated, you're gone for weeks at a time and you're in this like bubble where, I don't know, it's, it's like very hard to tell, to say like stay sane and, and keep a good head on reality. Um, but I think overall, like, obviously I'm so grateful for the opportunities that it brought me and all the people that found me, for sure. my platform, like all the work that I've gotten from it. Um, but yeah, it was a good experience. And at this point, I'm kind of just like ready to move on, like excited to yeah. kind of start new projects and stuff. But but yeah, overall, the experience was good for me. I, I can't really complain. Like I didn't have a horrible experience. As yeah. if, like some yeah. people, some other people may have. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. I feel like when you were even like on the show, like I, we watched that season and like, I don't ever felt like you got like a bad edit or anything. Like you always just seemed like a very genuine person. Um, and I think that definitely like came across and like your personality really showed. So I think for you, yeah, I can definitely see like how you had a great experience with it for sure. I work in film. And so like, I work in scripted like TV and stuff. So like, I know how already stressful that is. I don't even want to know how stressful like doing reality TV is on top of that. (laughs) Yeah, that's wild. I applaud anybody that can do it. Like I... (laughs) my stress levels just aren't there for it. Basically. <laughs> I mean, I definitely learned a lot. I think about myself and even with oh, my yeah. personality, like I'm not really super emotional or like, I don't open up to people like initially, like a lot of people are very where they're hard on their sleeve kind of, you know, and I'm not one of those people. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's fine. But like in that environment, it's not really what they're looking for. You know, mm-hmm. they want mm-hmm. people to talk about their feelings all the time. And we had to talk about our feelings a lot. And that's just something that no one is used to at that volume. Yeah. Um, so that kind of like 
pushed me out of my comfort zone in a good way, I think. Yeah. Um, and forced me to kind of crack that part of myself open more, which is only going to help me, you know, grow and be better as a person in that, in that aspect. Well, I, I think that kind of leads like into like the next thing we really wanted to talk about, which was how has your like dating life changed since being on the show? And there's like different like things we can talk about, like in that retrospect, but like, I mean, you talked about vulnerability. Do you feel like since being on the show and having that experience that you've been able to become like more vulnerable, like on dates, or do you feel like that's still something that you're trying to work through? I definitely think I still have work to do if I'm being honest. Um, and after I got off the show, I did like seek out a therapist, not specifically for like that part, but just for like the being in the public eye and like coming back from the show and, yes. you know, needing to talk to someone about all that. Um, but in therapy, I have also been able to like work on the reasons why I have walls up and like don't necessarily open up quickly or trust quickly. Um, so all of that is definitely helping me. And I think also just going on the show and constantly talking about like what you're looking for in a partner and like what you've had in the past and what didn't work a lot, like that helps you when you're dating again, realize like what's for you and what's not for you. I think maybe a little bit quicker. And I think that comes with age. Like I just turned 30. So it's like, at this point I've been in serious relationships. I've been in stupid relationships to crash and burn. Like (laughs) it's it's getting to the point where it's like, okay, I know. I pretty much know, I think what I need, what I'm looking for. And then like what role I play in all of it too. Like what I need to work on. Well, I mean, like I know with Hannah and I, Hannah, so she's getting married next month. She's like the stable one in this. Congrats. (laughs) but I'm the one who is you know constantly dating and you know especially in Los Angeles it's it's all monster in some ways but I know that one thing I've had to like I didn't think I was gonna have to ever deal with it but like I have dealt with it when I'm like meet guys on dating apps they go on my Instagram and they find out that I have a podcast and I talk about my dating history on this show mm-hmm. and I have gone on dates where guys are like oh are you gonna talk about me on the podcast or they listen to like our old episodes and they hear me talk about like a breakup I went through and it's like I much rather tell you that myself yeah then you hear the dramatized version that I'm telling for the sake of a story on my show right. that's not like centered in like it's truthful but like I'm playing it up in yes. a way yeah. and did you experience like any of that like post bachelor like did you feel like people were asking you like dating you for like a purpose like because you were on the show or like you felt like they knew too much about you or anything like that yeah all of the above um I feel like it's like that but times a thousand oh god it's like such a big show and you think that like okay most of the audience is female and like if I'm dating people that I find on apps or whatever, like the guy's not going to have watched me on the show or whatever, mm. but you'd be surprised. Um, a lot of them, if they didn't watch it, like their roommate watched it with their wife and they yeah. told them, Oh, I'm going on a date with this girl. They showed them my picture. They're like, Oh, that's the girl from the bachelor. Like, or even like, I met this guy in real life, which was really like a big deal. Cause when do you ever meet someone in real life and actually exactly. go on a date? Amen. <laughs> Honestly, honestly, okay. I met this guy in real life. He was hot. He was tall, whatever. But like, I'm pretty sure the only reason he started talking to me was because his friend told him who I was. And then he came over to me and then he was like, Oh, I haven't watched the show, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, cool. And then when we went out, he was like asking me all these like, intrusive questions. And I was just like, dude, you're not safe anywhere. Like, it's just, you're never safe. <laughs> um, yeah. And it's just like, it just feels like 
not an invasion of privacy just because it's like okay I'm a public figure in that way I guess so like you could google me and find out a lot um which is fine everything I've put out there like I'll stand by it cool right yeah but it's just like what you said like I don't necessarily want you to go online and be like oh my god wow she shaved her head because she's been so insecure about it her entire life and like she grew up with a bunch of white people and that's what her insecure like mm-hmm. I would like to tell you that story myself <laughs> yeah yeah exactly. um, yeah so you yeah. can go listen to the interview I did with Rachel Lindsay or right. I can just <laughs> tell you myself and it's like yeah. more genuine and like we can have a conversation about it kind of yeah but I do I mean I understand the curiosity like if I was going to go out with somebody that was on a tv show I google them too like I, I would I mean I google yeah. anybody that I'm about to go out with <laughs> Um, so that's fair. I don't blame them for that, but it's just like, once you get into it, it's almost like it was starting to feel like I didn't know if intentions were pure. Yes. <laughs> like, which sounds, I feel like that sounds so dramatic because it's like, I'm not freaking Beyonce. Like I'm not no, but, even famous. <laughs> but like, still, still, like still it's, there is like, I don't know. It just feels icky in some it ways. Did. It does. And then yeah. it's like, okay, well now I don't know if you're just dating me for the story. Cause I got into right. this like, like yeah. Groove. Yeah. yeah. I got into this like groove where I would go on like one or two dates and then like, I'd never hear from them again. And I was like, this never happened to me before I went on the show. Mm. Yeah. Like it was like, they just went on the date just to say they went on a date with me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, okay, well this sucks. <laughs> cool. Well, and it, yeah. and it yeah. like, it, it like almost takes away the like journey of getting to know you if yeah. they're like acting as though they already know you and they're asking all these like really deep personal questions that they wouldn't yeah. ask someone else on a first date so or if like their friend or roommate or whatever or their boss like this one guy he was like oh my boss she loves you she's more excited about the date tonight than I was so I was like okay oh, well <laughs> you're not getting a second date <laughs> like what the fuck yeah Some of the things that they've said to me I'm just like you could have really kept that one in um you could, like you thought you like you had that thought pop in your head and you still decided to <laughs> let the words come out of your mouth and you st- nothing stopped you like yeah. nothing really I know, like this other guy was like um this is like halfway through the date like we've been there for like two hours oh, and he's like oh like I had um I had a crush on like Abigail and Brie from your season <laughs> and I was like and he's like, and you, obviously. I'm like, you don't have to lie. I already looked at your Instagram. <laughs> and like, I see that you only follow Abigail and Brie and not me. So like, no need to lie. He's like, I actually ran into you one time in August back on the sidewalk, but I didn't say anything. And I'm like, he's <laughs> 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 just like word vomiting. And I was just like, this is so creepy. Oh that my is. God. That's, uh, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. so weird. I've had like, I've only had like one random, it's, it's, it's one random thing where it's just like, you don't know like where the line is. And it's, it's so hard because I think a lot of times whenever like you are like a more of a public figure, or even if you like just have a podcast, or (laughs) even if you're just like the popular girl, like in school or whatever, everybody always like they hear all these things about you it's like they've already had this whole perception of you made up and then you're constantly feeling like you're trying to fight that version of yourself in their head because it's like I don't know how you're perceiving me and then that's just life in general I think too like people can perceive everybody in like certain ways but no one wants to go into like a first date or like a relationship constantly trying to measure up to the idea that somebody already has of you in their head. That's just not fair to you. It's not fair to that person at all. And yeah, I understand. Like, it doesn't feel like that, like actions are genuine anymore. And it just makes everything like a little bit murky in that way. Yeah. Just very weird. And not that I like 
I was very much myself on the show and like, yeah. even like my closest friends in, in life and like my family, like when they watched it, were like, oh my God, like you were just you. Like, and that was like my favorite compliment because that's the best thing hearing from you guys. Oh, um, definitely. Oh, sure. But like, so it's not like it, it was like, oh, I was this version of me on the show. And like, that's not really me. Like, I do feel like that was me mostly. Um, but it is, it's just a really weird thing to mix into dating. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, yeah. have you have any positive experiences has it helped you like land like this like a mod another model guy or like anything like that has mike johnson slid into your dms because that i would be like on it two seconds yeah um mike's a friend i have seen him not not seeing him Lord. please don't start a rumor no 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 no, no rumors uh, no rumors don't worry yeah I have hung out with him a couple of times he's cool um but positive like, it's not like no nah, I don't really have any like oh my god this celebrity slid in my dms or something cool like that I mean like nah <laughs> it's something no positive experiences but like my situation is kind of different because I I was only off of the bachelor for like a few months before I went on paradise so it was like I couldn't really like get into a full-on relationship gotcha. and then go on the show um so I was like casually dating before that and then once I came up paradise the like recognition and everything was even more than bachelor mm-hmm. which surprised me a little bit um but there are different like fans for both shows I guess I've, um, I've heard I've heard that like from because other people I know a couple of people who have been on bachelor and they have said the same thing like paradise made them like bigger and they just yeah they they were shocked by that because I think everybody Mm -hmm. knows like the bachelor right the bachelor and the bachelorette and yeah like I for instance I like me and Hannah we both don't watch paradise yeah Uh, there's just too much to keep up with it's a lot but (laughs) it is spicy like it's interesting it's like funny to watch more so than Mm -hmm. like and it's a little bit more realistic just because well and you like fall you're having to you get to follow more than just like one right story right and it's like almost an even number of guys and girls so I think a lot of people Mm -hmm. find that a lot more realistic than just one guy and 30 something girls um so yeah there are people that just watch paradise and don't watch the bachelor Mm. so there were more people that found me and more people that recognized me um so that that was even harder when I came back from paradise just because a lot of my friends from my season that I went on the show with actually like found love in paradise <laughs> like most of the girls from my season left with a boyfriend that they're still together with mm. so like when I left paradise I was like I was one of the only ones that didn't leave with someone so then I was like, okay, now I'm really alone. Cause like, I have to date in this world post two shows where people know me and it's tough. Like, I didn't even really want to get back on Hinge or Bumble or anything like that because I knew people were like screenshotting profiles. Like they screenshot yeah. people's DMs and like post them, make TikToks out of them. So I was just like, mm, I want to stay away mm. from that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's tough. Like I hear LA dating is pretty terrible. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know which one's worse. I don't know if LA is worse than New York or what. I hear they're both pretty bad, but um, it's like pick your poison. Yeah, honestly, it's just a different, a different poison, yeah. <laughs> yeah. different, a warmer, poison. different flavor. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, it's it's hard here. Like the only way that people I feel like really meet are on apps. So then it's like, okay, if you're like, well, I'm not going to do the apps because of that, then it's like, well, I guess I'm not going to date. <laughs> I mean, that's literally me right now. Like I, yeah. I work from home, and so I don't, mm. I don't work. Like 
on a set or like in an office where I'm constantly surrounded by people, I do go to like a lot of, you know, like filmmaker like meetups and yeah. like different like social events and stuff like that where I can meet people, but they're not exactly my <laughs> pool of people that I would prefer to date from. Gotcha. It's the most polite way I can. Say <laughs> um, but yeah. yeah, like it's hard, like especially like in such a large city like that, everyone's mm-hmm. so like just obsessed like with their own personal lives that they're not really like interacting like as much like with I think strangers usually like it doesn't yeah. feel like you're like you're going to like a bar and able to like just meet people as easily and especially post pandemic as well like that just really made a lot of the things like even harder so yeah like the apps has been like the only thing and I feel like there were some nights where I like when I'm single would just be scrolling and it's just depressing after a while <laughs> because I always constantly... say it's like needle and looking for a needle in a haystack like, exactly truly feels like that but, sifting through <laughs> but you and I have something very much in common where a lot of my friends are also in relationships you have mentioned like before like in many of your TikToks like a lot of your friends are also in relationships and you're like that one single friend yeah how has like post-show like you talked about like you know, trying to date into the real world again and all your friends like on the show left with healthy relationships. Has that been like hard for you or has it just honestly been like amazing? You're like, I don't have to worry about anything else. Like I'm on my (laughs) own time, my own schedule. Cause there are both sides to, I think that situation. Yeah. I've never been that girl. That's like, oh my God, woe is me single being single sucks. Like I really like I'm destined to be married. Like I want to be somebody's wife. Like that's just (laughs) never been me. Okay. But also you just you radiate like badass energy yes. too. Like, so I would be thoroughly shocked if that was you. <laughs> okay, thank you. But like, that's how I've always been. Like, I just feel like even in high school, college, whatever, like I was always single. Like I didn't have a boyfriend until senior year of college. And so I kind of feel like being single is my default. Like, I'm just like, okay, I'm, I'm very comfortable being by myself until I went on this show where all you talk about is your feelings. All you talk about is being in a relationship. All you talk about is like finding your person and wanting a partner or whatever. So when I came off of them and I was the only one without one, it felt like very jarring to go back to that. And then like, not, not even just like the bachelor friends that I have, but like my very close friends from before all also happened to get in really serious relationships Mm -hmm. at the same time. So it was just like a double win me with that. And then that's when I really started feeling it. Cause I was like, I, I mean, like, truly the only single friend it's Um, almost like you kind of notice it more after that yeah because it was just like all in my face like relationship 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 um and then I think like there was a period maybe like mm, six-ish months ago where I was just like I think I just need to take a step back from it because it's like I'm so fatigued by it and I'm like I'm not excited about it anymore like I'm not excited to like date it's not fun I'm not having a good time. <laughs> um, I so like, I'd rather that. just, yeah, I'd rather just take a break from it and then like go back when I actually am like, oh, you know, I wouldn't mind going on a date. Like, oh, it'd be fun to meet some and just focus on myself. Cause I feel like when you do focus on yourself a lot and like pour into yourself, it really like comes out the other side. Like people exactly. feel that energy off of you. It's like right when you're single and you're like, I love being single. That's when like guys won't stop hitting you up. <laughs> thousand percent or like you're like putting your energy into like your own projects and your own things in your own life and then and then when you're like going good and you're like right where you want to be that's when I feel like everything kind of everything else falls into place yeah so I definitely have like 
always said, I too, like my default is being single as well. And I've always said like, you have, I love hanging out by myself. Like yeah, I, love I do too. genuinely like doing stuff by myself. I go yeah. to concerts by myself. I go to the movies by myself. You have to elevate all those experiences. You have to prove that adding you to everything that I love doing by myself is even better. That's a very hard like <laughs> bar to meet sometimes. Yeah. And I think, but I don't think that's ever a bad thing. I think it's great. Like when you can be single and just be happy with your own company. Like I, like Hannah's literally getting married and I not once have I ever been like, Oh, what was me? Like, I don't right. have a date to the wedding. Gosh, darn. Or like anything <laughs> like that. Like I'm thoroughly just able to be so happy for her and just be fully present and available to her. And I don't have to worry about like, you know, a man coming along with me and him freaking out about what to wear or (laughs) like just complaining about the entire time and like making him dance or whatever at the wedding. Like I can enjoy my own company. I can be with my best friend and, and just other surroundings. Like I can have my own time to myself. I can sleep in my own bed by myself. (laughs) That is key. (laughs) So we had a guest previously on that said, just pretend that you are going to meet your soulmate like in the next five years. How would you live your life in those five years leading up to that? You, some people, you know, are going to like just cherish the fact that they're single and like soak that up and enjoy that time alone. Because, you know, once you meet your forever person, like hopefully, you know, there's not a divorce and hopefully like you are with that partner for the rest of your life, or maybe you want to date around, take it like dating less seriously, anything like that. And so I'm curious to how like you approach like being single. Like, do you use it as more of a time to kind of focus on yourself or are you into like just casually dating around at all? Or do you only like, I'm going to stay single and I'm going to like wait until I can find like that one long lasting relationship. Yeah. I've never been much of a casual dater. It's just not my thing. Um, I just feel like almost like it's, for me, I feel like it's kind of a waste of time. Like, I think some people have a lot of fun casually dating, but I'm, I, I don't, I'm not having fun doing that. Like, I don't, I, I personally just don't find it fun to like juggle more than one person or like, I, I'm just not a, really a lighthearted person when it comes to dating. And I can admit that, like, I'm just serious. I know what I'm looking for, what I want. And I'm okay with saying that and being like, I, I don't really date casually. Um, I would much rather just hang out by myself. Like you said, like, it's like, if I'm, if I find someone that brings me more enjoyment than me hanging out by myself, that's when I know, like, that's a great person that I want to be with. But like, just casually dating stresses me out more than just hanging out alone. Like I'd rather just do my own thing. Um, So yeah, I really kind of just take the single approach as like me focusing on my own stuff. Like my therapist made a really good point one time about like, Cause I was like casually talking to this guy and then casually talking to this guy. And she was kind of like, well, like where have any of those gotten you? Like all of that is energy that you could have been putting into yourself mm. because like you're saying that you're, this is when I did not have my routine together, but she's like, you're saying that <laughs> you're like, right. Disorganized and that you feel like overwhelmed and this and that. And it's like, it's not like you don't have the time. You're just like giving little bits of energy to all these people. And that takes it out of you like her analogy that really hit home for me was like, just because you don't have anything to spend your money on right now, doesn't mean you just give it away to people. Mm. That's Mm. the same thing with your energy. Like you can't just be giving it here, giving it there, giving it there. Like she's like, no wonder you're always feeling exhausted and like drained. 
because you're just like giving it out to people that don't deserve it or give it back to you. And like, that's energy that you can just be putting into yourself. And that's when I was like, damn. Wow. (laughs) I think that's everything I needed to hear in the moment (laughs) of where I am currently, like outside of relationships. Cause I got that one unlocked everything else. I'm like, I'm drowning. And like, that's such a good analogy to be like, like I've been wanting to put out an album for years. I mean, Emily can attest to how long I've been talking about this album and like, it's been like 80 (laughs) years because I have all these like songs that I've written and I have all this stuff on like Spotify and whatever, but, and I'm like, I just need to put the time and energy that I put into every other facet of my life into myself, because I know I can create something beautiful, but I choose to like do everything else. And I'm such a yes woman. And I'm like, I just need to say no, (laughs) I just want to say no. Yeah. Because it adds up. Like she was like, because I was like, well, I'm not losing anything by like talking to these guys. Like it's not that big of a deal. And she's like, yeah, you are. You're losing time and energy. Like time is money. Literal time. Literal time that you could be spending on yourself and it's distracting you. And it's not even like, like, physical time like like we're not even thinking about like physical time like going on dates or like texting it's like the time they're also taking up in your mind yeah like that distraction piece like it's always back there it's always just kind of clouding that like judgment and like your next steps yeah I've always told Hannah I much prefer myself single because whenever I'm in a talking phase or in a relationship and that's also because I haven't found like the healthiest relationship to balance that (laughs) out yet but I get so distracted and I notice how much of my time and my thoughts are taken over by this person. And I'm obsessing over like little bitty things and like trying to decipher text messages when I could, you know, write another movie. Literally. I could do 5,000 other things. I could work out. I yeah. could take up a new hobby instead of taking up a new person in yes, my brain. It's the mental energy that's like so draining. I'm like, wow, it takes up a lot, a lot of chatter in there, especially it's the talking phases. That's what it is. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because like you're unsure and then like, right. you're, you're just taking up more time, like obsessing and overthinking everything. And it's yeah. just more draining. And I just, I look at Hannah's relationship. I'm like, wow. It's like. <laughs> coasting I mean you guys have been well it wasn't it wasn't (laughs) an easy it wasn't easy (laughs) no no but you also have long years and years and you're like back catalog of this relationship too way back in the day yeah yeah but I I think I saw a TikTok that you made actually where you were on a vacation like with all your girlfriends and like in the morning they were all like talking on the phone yeah boyfriends and you're just like walking around I'm like (laughs) yeah that's the vibe. It's like, you guys can sit there and catch up with your partners. I'm going to go like run on the beach real quick. Yeah. And- it was literally like maybe day three of vacation. And like, at one point they just all were on FaceTime with their boyfriends. And I was like, okay, well, I'll just well go jump in the, the pool. <laughs> like <laughs> what? Yeah. I was like, okay, cool. A nice girl's trip. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Trust me, I 1000% get that as yeah. well. I don't but think I've really I, ever done that though. Like, I don't think I just like, I'm like, hi, let's chat real quick. Yeah. <laughs> no. I mean, like, I'm pretty, I'm pretty good about like being present in the moment. So. Yeah. Especially if it's like a, like a trip where you haven't seen your girls in a while. Yeah, like, yeah. I would do it like when I'm washing my face, like and going to bed, like a quick, yes. like a hello or something, but not yes. like midday. Like, <laughs> and three days in, like, yeah. come on now. We've only, it's only been, it's all, it hasn't even been like a full week. Let's get it together. Yeah. No, <laughs> but I mean, like, that's another thing too. I think like when you're single, you're able to just be more present and like yeah. so many different situations. And 
I think you're, you're not like constantly like, having to check in with another person to make sure like, oh, I'm going to go to LA for the weekend and like asking them if that's okay. Like you can just go and right. you don't have to worry about another person. And that's what I like. I, I'm, I'm an only child. So like, mm-hmm. I'm super independent and you want me to check in with another person <laughs> to make sure, like I have married friends. They're like, well, I gotta, I gotta check with my husband first before I like buy this. And I'm like, no, absolutely yeah, that not. That would not be me. Absolutely um, not. I would not still like me. to be independent within a relationship. And I think that's possible. Yes. Um, the thing that gets me is like, and this is like part of being in a relationship or probably something I need to work on. Um, <laughs> but it's like <laughs> when you have to like care about another person's feelings, like not necessarily before your own, but it's just like, that sounds really bad. It's not like I don't care about other people's feelings in general, <laughs> but when you're in a relationship, it's like, you just have to be mindful of their feelings all the time. And that's just like something you don't have with a single person. Like mm-hmm. it just, it just takes you a minute to get back into like, okay, I have another person to consider now mode when you've just been in single mode for so long. It's like some things I'm just like, oh shit, I didn't even think about that. My bad. <laughs> like, yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Like I, granted this was also probably wasn't a healthy relationship. So it's probably not the best example, <laughs> but I know other people who have had this experience where they've, been in relationships and they have guy friends. Like I said, I work in film. Mm. It's a very male dominated field. So I have a lot of friends that are guys that are also coworkers and I'll go hang out with them one-on-one. And I would feel like if I was to do that and I had a relationship, like I would have to tell my Mm. boyfriend and like make sure it's cool with him. But it's like, also trust me um, right? for one. And I've seen that with other girls and I'm like, that's just something that I don't feel like I could give my energy to. Like, you should just be able to trust me in any other way. And also to your point that considering somebody else's feelings, there are a lot of relationships I think that are out there where people, you know, unintentionally do something, they hurt the other person's feelings. And then that other person doesn't tell them that their feelings were upset and then they get mad. And it's just like, if there's no communication, I'd rather be single. Like you, yeah. I need you to constantly be honest and communicate with me. Otherwise, like, what's the point? <laughs> it's hard though. Like I really, I, I had to pick like one thing about relationships that I think is the absolute most important. It's, it's for sure communication. And a lot of people really don't know how to communicate. Yeah. And effectively, or even like respectfully, if they just, and not necessarily their fault, like, a lot of people grew up not learning how to communicate from their yep. parents and from whatever else and like haven't gone to therapy and, and all this stuff. And then there's different communication styles. So it's really just like a shit show. Um, but I think like for me specifically, like sometimes you have to pull things out of me as far as like emotions go. So like, I really need a partner that will understand that and like is willing to put in the work to like pull some stuff out of me sometimes like I'm not afraid to save space yeah Yeah. that's what that's exactly what it is though it's like all you have to do is create a safe space for me to know that like you're not going to react poorly if I say something or like Mm -hmm. you're not going to get defensive or whatever and then like slowly by slowly I'll start opening up more and like that's fine but but yeah I think communication is just the utmost important thing absolutely Mm -hmm. so since you are like a girl's girl Mm -hmm. and We've seen some of your friends on TikTok. We know some of your friends from The Bachelor. We love a lot of them. Um, when you start dating someone like seriously, like, or like you've been going on a couple of dates and like, you're like, I'm ready to introduce you to my friends or you tell your friends about them. Mm-hmm. Are they like, 
obsessing over it because like you're like the single like the last thing <laughs> that way and you're like oh my god like Chelsea found somebody thanks <laughs> because okay. Anna does that to me and I need to oh know somebody else. yes we can double okay. date <laughs> I would like to think that I'm not like, even though I'm the only single friend, hopefully I'm not like annoying about it. Like hopefully they're not like, okay, we need to find this girl on man so she shuts up. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but I mean, they're definitely excited. I feel like I usually tell my friends things from like the inception of the, of the connection. Like yeah. if I get a match that's exciting or like a conversation going somewhere, like at least one of my best friends is going to know about it. Yeah. There's going to be pictures, screenshots from Hinge. There's going to be like, She's going to know where I'm going on the first date. Like, so they're in it with me from the very beginning. Um, so by the time, if I get to a point where like, I'm like, okay, I want you to meet them. Like they're already very invested in them, okay. every single detail. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I've been in a very serious, like long-term relationship with my ex where I live with him and we were together for five years. So it's like, after that, I think I needed the time to like explore and like date around. Cause I really yeah. hadn't, um, and so I think my friends are like very supportive in that way too because they're just like yeah whatever you want like whatever you want we want for you um so yeah they're not like pushing it or anything and my mom like my parents are pretty cool about that too it's not like like some people's parents are really like you're turning 30 like Mm -hmm. you know I want to where's that ring yeah Yeah. um luckily thank god my parents are like that (laughs) I think yeah. it's because I'm like the third child and so my mom already has grandkids from my brother right. and, like, and then right. sister is before me and then me so like I don't think the pressure, pressure is off <laughs> yeah pressure's off have your friends like ever try to set you up on like a date or like a blind date or anything uh I guess like I don't really feel like my friends have like eligible single guys for me to date <laughs> like even their that. boyfriends I yeah there was so like- hardcore there was like a, a time period where I was like, okay, well, if all my friends are in relationships, then their guys must have friends. That's what and, everybody thinks. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I really like a lot of most of, I can't think of any one of my friends whose boyfriends I don't really like. Like, I really like them as people. So I'm like, okay, I'd probably like your friends. And then, I mean, some of them are bachelor people. So it's like their friends are bachelor people that I already know. So like that's out. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. the other ones, it's like a lot of us in New York are transplants, like moved here like our main friends aren't really here and then it's like hard to make friends as an adult so it's like they're either co-workers or like yeah. they only have a couple and then they're they're not single so not too many setups um one of my friends tried to like set me up with this guy we made it as far as like exchanging numbers like planning a day to go on a date and then he just like stopped texting me back <laughs> and I was like okay well that's awkward because we're both friends with the same person like I feel like that's really weird well, yeah do, you would think that the like having that mutual tie would make them more accountable yeah you would think you wouldn't be like oh I can't ghost my friend's friend like yeah. that's rude <laughs> no Just but kidding. they still they still have the audacity to do but that I guess because... he didn't care yeah <laughs> I've also been that scenario thought it was like a safe choice I was like oh like I have somebody like like a testifying for your character right. Right. like we're good no like it's just I'm like really <laughs> really you still okay all right cool well you're gonna yeah. get a very not nice Yelp review right sir, from- I've still never <laughs> even talked to my friend about it like she never really asked and I don't know if he said anything to her but <laughs> it's never been brought up I'm just like okay whatever <laughs> well B this has been amazing like we have loved seriously chatting with you um 
I last thing like we want to ask you like before we wrap all this up we always like to ask our guests and everyone we end every episode like with a survival tip we are guides of these listeners lives so we like to think so so is there a survival tip that you have for um you know being that one single friend or just enjoying like your single life that you like to give our listeners I don't know I don't have an answer because I don't know I'm barely surviving here (laughs) (laughs) um I think just like focus on yourself and know that your time is coming when it's supposed to come like I don't want to force anything in my life whether that's like career or guys or whatever like strongly believe that the universe is bringing me whatever it's supposed to bring when it's supposed to come Mm -hmm. so like just kind of hold on to that it's kind of like what you said about the five-year thing like if you knew when it was coming and what it was going to look like you would chill out so yeah I think everything happens for a reason it's going to come when it comes take a breath and just enjoy your singleness for the time being because it's never going to be like, you're never going to be this young and single and hot again. <laughs> Very <true>. Absolutely. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. <laughs> well, before we let you go, Chelsea, we want to give you a second to give yourself a shout out, tell people where they can find you and where they can follow you. Yeah, for sure. So on Instagram, it's at Chelsea Vaughn and on TikTok and Twitter, it's at Chelsea Vaughn underscore. And I'm actually starting a new podcast. <gasps> oh, yeah. I know that's so exciting I'm very excited about it what I had time to do when I didn't have like boys taking up mental energy was plan a podcast exactly (laughs) it's kind of like your album like I've been saying to everyone yes my mom literally bought me for Christmas this podcast equipment that I'm wearing a year ago and it's been under my bed like wrapped up in the box and I finally have like taken it out of like recorded a first episode like I'm still struggling with the name um, so it's very okay. raw right now. Me okay. and my team are working on it. Um, but I'm really excited to share more when it's, when yes. it's finally ready. Yeah. <laughs> You'll have I, to let us know yes. like, when it's ready. Cause we would yeah. love to like shout it out, like on our Instagram and everything for people to go yeah. check it out. Yes, yes, please. I will absolutely let you guys know. I just need to come up with a name. <laughs> you got it. I have the hey, faith in you. <laughs> I also do. <laughs> it's so hard. Oh my God. Yeah, I think we sat on the gals guide for like months. Yeah. Like we, like, we did. We yeah. did. You should oh. see the note in my iPhone. With all, <laughs> of all the names. <laughs> the name potentially. Yeah, it's getting bad. <laughs> That's so funny. Well, well thank congrats. you, Chelsea. Of course. Yeah, this has been amazing. And you guys can follow Chelsea on all of her links. We'll leave them in the show notes for you guys to check out. Thank you so much, Chelsea. Thanks guys. And so that does it for today's episode of The Gals Guide. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Gals Guide Pod. Also like us on Facebook at The Gals Guide and become a Gal Scout in our Facebook community. You can also hit us up on our website, thegalsguidepod.com and our personal social media, which we will have linked in our show notes. Also, if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review. And then if you're listening to us on Spotify, go ahead and subscribe to our podcast. So thanks for listening, gals, and we hope you come back for our next journey.